0: Hello, hello, Kopi Camilo podcast. Oops. <laughs> today we have Dr. Isha Mubarak. How are you, my friend? Hi, Milo. I'm fine. How are you doing today? Welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you so much. Thanks right. for having me here. So, today we are at your beautiful home. True. We are in Pitaling Jaya, Malaysia, in SS2. Tell us, tell us more about your beautiful home, my friend. Oh, actually, there's not, not much to say. So uh, I'm staying here in an apartment with my uh-huh. beautiful family, right, which consists of my wonderful wife Tasneem, my beautiful daughter Lina, mm-hmm. and my two sons, uh, Abdallah and uh, Amin. Right. And of course, I have to mention our lazy cat, Easy. Easy peasy. Easy peasy. Lemon cheesy. squeezy. Right. just getting this right. Hold on. Okay, yeah. looks good.
0: Okay. Whoa, nice. That would be nice. All right, this is
1: recording and cool.
0: Dr. Hisham Mubarak, where are you from and how young you are?
1: Okay, so first of all, Malu, you just call me Hisham. Forget okay. about this uh, doctor and the okay. <laughs> Mubarak and right. just Hisham. Yeah. Okay. Mm. I'm a 40 years old man, mm. currently living in Malaysia, okay. uh, in Petaling Jaya. Working on the east coast of Malaysia, in Kwantan. Cool. And where I'm from, yeah. So, um... Let's make a long story story short, yeah. um, I'm from Germany, Germany. But, uh, originally I'm coming from Egypt, so my parents Egypt. are from Egypt, but cool. I've been more or less born and raised in Germany.
0: Right, so Egypt to Germany, when was that? How was the process like?
1: Oh, the process is very simple, yeah. uh, so I've been born in Cairo, the capital mm-hmm. of uh, Egypt, mm-hmm. and I think I came uh, in the age of... Uh, Around about three weeks, mm-hmm. came back to Germany because my parents were already staying there. Uh, so, my mother went back to Egypt during that time to deliver me, and then we went back to Germany.
0: Okay, so you studied
1: your, um, your engineering course in Germany, I presume. That's true. So, yeah, I, how was that like? So, yeah, how was that like? Mm-hmm. So, I grew up in Stuttgart, okay. the city in the south of uh, Germany. Right. I think. Some people might know it for the automotive industry. Mm-hmm. So, if you like um, brands like Mercedes or Porsche, you might have heard about uh, Stuttgart. Yeah. And so, it was not uh, a big deal there okay. to to get into an engineering course. And right. So, I have it.
0: you have you always been to like problem solving or? How do you
1: get into engineering in the first Uh, place? I I think I've been more into trouble making. Yeah. Before I got into problem solving. (laughs) Right. (laughs) No. uh, How how was that? Yeah. So actually, I always liked, you know, to to play with things, to open up things, Mm. uh, cannot fix them after this anymore, and so I I always got interested into technical things i must say uh, getting into engineering was uh, one of the options i was considering during that time when okay. i was at the end of my school mm. also think about medicine but i felt that's too messy right know? it's too much blood too much pain okay. and suffering so i felt like dealing with machine with technical things yeah. is similar complex and sophisticated but that let's say that the uh, suffering parts not there right
0: cool so would you say like engineering is one of the highest
1: um paid job in germany i i wish i could say that yeah Uh, but it's not but actually it's not no what would be Uh, the highest what would be the best paid job oh that's a good question yeah Uh, uh, i think some people would say maybe being a lawyer is not bad Mm Maybe being a politician is not bad. Okay. Uh, but at the end of the day, I think it uh, depends more on how good you are and how passionate you are about the things that you do. Right. Uh, and um, I, I'm not so much chasing money. Mm. Uh, otherwise, I think I would not have became, become an engineer.
0: Okay. So you, okay, speaking of money, right? I remember this is a thing that you said. Cash is not everything right money is not everything but money is energy you yeah that? You, we, you we we we
1: talked about that yeah i remember yeah do you uh, mind
0: do you mind going a little bit deeper into yeah. that a little bit more okay. in depth let,
1: let, let, let's talk about mm-hmm. about what is money in yeah. my, my view uh, so right. i think a lot of a lot of people around us they will see they're chasing money and yeah. they want to get rich and uh but at the end of the day uh, uh, i think we all always have to think a little bit about what is money and why do we need it uh, and in my world money is just a type of energy mm. so money is, is is the media that m- moves things right yeah uh, so mm. actually if you got a hundred bucks a hundred ringgit in your pocket that hundred ringgit you can do things with So you can make people do things for you mm-hmm. for that money so it's kind of a bit of you you're activating energies you're transforming it from one thing to the other yeah? and if you work so it's more or less you're transferring your own energy into money and with that money you can get other things in life so yeah maybe it's a very technical perspective mm-hmm. uh, but well,
0: will you say that most of the time like most of us trade our time for money right because our time is, uh, is actually money because our I, time is pretty limited i believe that it's yeah
1: pretty much true if you're kind of in an employment situation. Mm-hmm. say if, if you're running your own business, it might be a bit different. Okay. Uh, but if you're in an employment situation, I think it always boils down that you're trading time and what, of course, what you do during that time mm. uh, for money. Right. Uh, and you will see that in our society, um, time is not equally paid. Uh, so yeah. Some people, they spend 10 hours. Uh, in a place, uh, and maybe at the end of the day, they got a uh, hundred ringgit in their pocket. Mm-hmm. Uh, another person will spend the same 10 hours and he got a thousand ringgit in his pocket. Uh, yeah. So in, in that term, um, time is not always equivalent with mm-hmm. money. Mm-hmm.
0: So like, let's say now you are in your thirties, right? if you see someone I, I
1: actually i'm already in my fourth series since this year oh yeah yeah turning 40 wow
0: <laughs> life begins at 40 yeah huh? i hope so yeah, yeah <laughs> so okay what what advice do you have for someone who who is who's just about to leave high school and who's just about to venturing into life to try to get into either college or work do they need to plan their life accordingly do they need to know what they want to do from the start or is it like a Life venturing like Mm. do you have to discover yourself and get to know yourself first to know what you want to do or is it just step into the game of life and just find out along the way or
1: prepare you need to know yourself first what do you think Um, about that i believe very much it's a mix of both okay so i think you need to have a certain kind of a game plan Mm. um because um life is something serious it's not just a game uh, so i'm I'm not so much into game theory mm. in life. Uh, you should have kind of a master plan. you should have maybe a vision, a passion that you would like to pursue. Mm-hmm. Um, and from there you can start exploring. Uh, but uh, I always say you should have you f- should first do something that gives you a solid foundation in life. Uh, so let, let's say, some basic matters in life are secured you have a source of income you got a place to stay and from there you can always explore and develop uh, so it's also a little bit about balance mm. don't get too serious about uh, I see a lot of people who are, are extremely serious about i must get my degree um, but when you ask them so why is that um you'll get replies like oh to secure a good job mm. uh, but that's not what i mean when i say having a purpose right. in life uh, and uh, i remember back in the days when when i was leaving uh, college uh, um or high school um i must say i didn't really have a plan mm. so uh, i just knew the next thing i want to do which is i wanted to study uh, but i didn't have a purpose and this, this is something that, that maybe came along the way mm. uh, and to just be relaxed about it uh Plan your next step. Mm. I think that that's the most important thing, uh, uh, and um, try not to waste too much time in playing uh, in your in your life. So, so have a good mix, uh, and don't 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 lean too much into a playing aspect of life, uh, and not too much into just getting serious about something. You're right. Uh, because these things change also over time.
0: Yeah. But would you say that one person need a proper guidance to form their parents to find out about these, or is it luck? I don't know. What What do you think about that? Do, because some of us we don't have any plans, right? We yeah. don't know what we want, and some of them we, they don't even know themselves. But they want to. Do they need proper guidance for that, or is it like you just have to get yourself out there and find it? Because when you're young, let's say you are 20 years young, and you don't. It's like you can't. It's not get time to relax. Yeah. I guess in yeah. a way, you know, you haven't found yourself. Yeah. yeah.
1: I think b- before we look for guidance, mm. we should look for inspiration. Okay. Um, so f- what, what is the difference between inspiration and, and guidance? Mm. Inspiration is something that expands the horizon of ideas of possibilities and gives you maybe that feeling. Wow, I want to be like that person, or mm. I want to do that job or the triggers and new thoughts like oh i didn't know that is possible or that thing exists so that's inspiration it gives you maybe a certain direction mm. guidance and comes in when you say how do i get there what is the best way to go there and that's where you're looking for people who got experience uh, who can share mm. about uh, maybe an approach or um, a way how to achieve things, or maybe can also give you kind of a feedback and tell you, hey, um, you should do that differently. Uh, Thank you. Wow. Huh. It's Thanks a lot for us. Great. So, you
0: Thank you. Oh, that's a
1: beautiful, <laughs> beautiful cup of yeah, coffee. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks it, a lot. Have a seat. Mm,
0: fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's a 5 to tulip that is.
1: <laughs> I cannot do that. <laughs> You're like getting there some days. I need some guidance on that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um
0: I think Yeah, but looking at you raising your kids, I see that you already have a game plan. Like you know what you know their potential and you already know how to tap into their skills and try to encourage them. Does like one parents have to st- start them young? As for example, your your son is fifteen years young and yeah. he's already know what he wants to do and he's already looking up ways to get into internships and all that. Yeah, dude. I think you're doing it well. You know. And do you do you do you wish that you had that from your parents? Maybe you could if you if you start younger. Okay,
1: yeah. Well. For, First of all, thanks for the compliments. Um, I I hope it works out for Mm -hmm. for my kids, but also for other kids that are growing up Mm. in these days. Uh, But I I think, let me come back to something I just mentioned that is passion. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I I very much believe in that you should follow your passion, Uh, uh, but be serious about it. Right. Uh, um, And um, when I look to my kids, uh, I, um, I think, every child every kid is very different and there's very very different talents and interests in every child Mm. and it's to a certain extent the responsibility of the parents to create an environment so children can explore their talents which might be very different from the parents interests or the parents talents or even what the parents would wish for the kids to become uh, because i think A lot of parents, when we ask them, what do you like your your kid to become? They will tell you one of the three, either a medical doctor, Mm. an engineer or a lawyer. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some might even say a successful businessman. Uh, But then you will hardly hear things like, oh, I want my kid to become a very successful fashion designer. You will hardly hear that. Yeah. Uh, And there's good reason for that because to succeed in this kind of professions it's also, to a certain extent, a matter of luck. So it's a little bit this one in a million. Thing, mm. yeah? uh, and that's where the passion comes in. Right. Um, and I very much believe, either, even if you're an you engineer like myself, uh, if you want to become a really good engineer or good in your profession, you need to have passion. Otherwise, mm. it's just a job that you, you're doing for earning some money yeah and on the long term that's never a good motivation right uh, um but if you got passion for what you do you will go the extra mile you will be extra creative to find solutions to problems that you face uh you will have a very different drive in doing things that will always differentiate you mm. from other people yeah yeah and if you're in the top 10 percent of what you're doing i believe you will always have a successful life uh, and that's what, what I'm trying also to tell my kids and to show my kids. Another way. Wow, great. We wow. are Thank you. coffee rich today. <laughs> 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 Thanks, Lina. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Yummy. So, talking about that environment that you want to create, um, yeah. so you want to have, of course, an environment where your children can develop their talents, can discover their talents, their passion. Mm. But on the other hand also, that's also maybe where the guidance part of a parents might come in, uh, mm. um, where you also have to direct a little bit the energies, uh, um, so that the kids avoid making certain mistakes. That as, a, as, a, as a parent or more adult person, mm. you know to which direction maybe a certain trajectory might lead. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and some experiences, I think it's also good, to let the kids just make it. Mm. Uh, because if you never make a bad experience, you'll never be able to differentiate the good from the bad. Yeah. yeah and maybe you also will never be able to understand um, a guidance or uh, a, um, a tip that somebody's giving you. Mm. Uh, because you, you should always be able to make your own decisions and coming back and say, OK, now I understand maybe why that was not good. Or I understand better why that person told me at some point of time not to do that or to do something different. Yeah. Um, and and that kind of of learning or insights, I think that develops strong personalities. Mm-hmm. And from there, you can explore and do whatever you want.
0: Yeah. But if you see success stories from the past, people from the like say the art scene, right? They have paved their own way, sort of like they started uh, young and then they just hustle, that's the word that they use, they just grind it out, make music, or um, try to be in films, make art, and then they, they pave their own way to success. Like you said, it's one in a million, yes. right? So what? how is that different from someone who has parents and plan everything strategically and probably not making it in the arts? Yeah.
1: That's qu- quite a tough question. Uh, because mm-hmm. when we talk, let's say, about um, creative professions or, yeah. or creative uh, fields mm-hmm. uh, um i'm always very much struggling as soon things become commercialist. as soon as people say okay i want to make a living out of it uh, um, because uh, i believe that nobody can really forecast what are the success factors for an artist mm. be it in music and painting performing or whatever mm-hmm. um there's a million good singers out there yeah so how can you forecast which one is going to have that number one hit mm-hmm. which will make him famous and going also sustain yeah his career True. i think that that's, that's hardly predictable and that's also where um we're talking about parents huh that's what parents fear most mm. uh, um, and i think what i just said having kids following their passion a lot of parents will tell me oh that's nice (laughs) but at the end of the day they have to make their living somehow Mm. and that's where sometimes we feel okay people or kids or young people are entering a danger zone Mm. uh, because of course if you hit that right um, song or whatever um, and you got the audience um, you will also have eventually a commercial success if you read biographies of many of the big artists super successful stars you will see this years they have been hustling yeah um and True. they never know when will be the breakthrough yeah that exactly what brings me back to passion right so what kept them going in that years where there was no success yeah it's a dream it's a passion for what they're doing Yeah. um, um It's a laugh what they're doing, Mm. it's not the money. Right. Uh, And sometimes you will also see people, once once they become successful, they fail. Mm. Because that's not what they were looking for. They were not looking for that economic success, for the fame that somehow changes their game Mm. and then they don't like it anymore. Yeah, true. Uh, And that's where I'm coming from. I think every person should understand what is a passion. And should combine this also with a solid foundation how to build his life. Mm. Uh, and sometimes we cannot bring these things together. That's where yeah. I, I know a lot of people, they got a day job yeah. that they are doing to earn the money, to earn the living. And they got a night job where they're actually following their pursuit of following their passion in life. Mm. Like speaking about passion, how does someone
0: find their passion? Is it like a... Like you just have to try everything and at some point you'll find it, or do you have to be inborn with it? Let's say you're thirty mm. you're thirty years old right uh, thirty years young, and you will like to quit your job and try to find your passion
1: at that age. Is it too late, or is it still doable? well um again it d- always for me depends on what is your idea of life um, um it's never too late mm i think that is one fundamental belief uh, that i have so for whatever you would like to do in life it's never too late uh as long as you're serious about Mm. it as as long as you're committed to do something um but coming back to your question how to find the yeah um I don't think that there's a method that you can follow and uh, uh, let's say there's this steps one two three four five and if you do it exactly in that way at the end of the process you will find out what is your passion. I think you got to try things Mm. Um, and I'm very much convinced that every person has got that one thing where you'll find your talent you'll find your, your passion in it but what it is we don't know. Right. So, um, and that's a little bit. If I look um, to my kids, um, I think we let them try out a lot of music instruments. Mm. Um, maybe they will catch one and say, "Oh, I, I like to play the guitar." The other one will say, "No, I don't like guitar. I like piano." And the third one might say, "I hate music." <laughs> yeah. Um, never mind. Yeah. So, as long as you try something, yeah, um, you will have a good chance to find your passion. Cool. Uh, but I also think you should never stop trying new to things. Fu- okay, yeah. Uh, because uh, maybe you you have found something where you say, that's it, I don't know, I like to play tennis. Mm. Uh, and 20 years later, you start sailing, and you said, wow, oh, I should have been doing this uh, 20 years ago. Yeah. Uh, so always keep exploring, keep, keep right. trying out things.
0: Right. So y- what you say your passion is, making coffee
1: or drinking coffee, perhaps enjoying a cup of coffee? Would that be your passion? Um, no, I wouldn't say that's my passion. Yeah. It's, it's more a little bit like um, a hobby. A hobby. So for me, it's kind of a distraction um, to something which is, uh, compared to what I'm doing in my day-to-day life, mm. it, it is irrelevant. Right. Uh, so don't get me wrong with that term. Okay. Um, so what I mean with irrelevant, uh, normally we, we consume our drinks like a coffee yeah. or a tea just like this yeah um but actually there's a lot of depth Mm. in coffee and um it's i always say it's a rabbit hole Mm. so once you start to to really think about hey where does my my cup of coffee come from what is inside who worked on it Uh, what differentiates a good cup of coffee from a bad one um it's endless story Um, but at the end of the day it's still something where you will have a drink that you might sip in five minutes, uh, um, and I like to sometimes really go deep into into things. This is something right. I do in my professional life. I do maybe my hobby, coffee, uh, cool. trying to understand what is behind it. Right. What was your most memorable cup of coffee then, if you can remember? The most memorable cup of coffee? Well, wow, that, that, that's. Um, uh, a good question. Okay. I can tell you what was my most memorable coffee I, I, I tried, and that was in Australia, in uh, a roastery called uh, St. Dali, and I remember they had uh, a coffee they call Cherry Bomb, Cherry and, bomb. Um <laughs> right. uh, when, you, when you buy coffee, there's always these tasting notes, mm-hmm. and I must admit, uh, 80% of these tasting notes, tasting notes I cannot taste in the coffee, but I can not tell if I like the coffee or not. or not. And that cherry bomb, that was for me a very uh, remarkable one, mm. because when I took the first sip, I was like, wow, that really tastes like cherry. Sure. Yeah? So <laughs> I really remember that one.
0: Wow. Okay. Hmm. Um, Hisham, what would be your
1: deepest fear? My deepest fear? Mm-hmm. Um, war. War, so, um, having to live in a time or in a place uh, where people are fighting each other, uh, mm. uh, because I think that is a situation uh, where all the positivity in life has um, disappeared, where people around you are in a permanent fear, people losing their homes, or losing the loved ones. Um, probably you will have to. To escape from the place you are mm. um, and um, that's for me when from a human perspective everything went wrong mm. uh, um, so if, um, I would say that that's a situation when everything failed and um, humans are fighting each other yeah we w- yeah hopefully we wouldn't
0: go that that we wouldn't live that long to actually no. <laughs> witness that right
1: we hope that um <laughs> we can eliminate yeah from from humanity you know? yeah true
0: um
1: who was your mentor growing up do you have any
0: specific person that you look up to
1: yeah, i must say um i don't have a specific person mm-hmm. um who mentored me and if you uh, use that term because mentoring for me is also very much um kind of a one-to-one mm. relationship where you have somebody maybe who's giving you thoughts or, or guiding a little bit your your development. Um, but I always had um, people that inspired me that I, I looked at or that I said, "Well, I want to learn something mm. um, from that person," uh, or um, I want to have a certain attitude or. or characteristics that I've observed in a a person. And most of the time that happened uh, either during my my studies uh, at university where I had uh, a number of professors that really shaped also a lot of the way I'm thinking um, that gave me certain perspectives on the world um, so that inspired me. Um, And also that has been with colleagues uh, Uh, that also inspired me um, with the ways they have been approaching uh, problems or the ways they have been dealing with uh, situations at work. And I'm not only talking there about, let's say, technical things, Mm -hmm. um, but also situations like how to deal with stress. Uh, how to deal with uh, a bad boss, for example. Right. Uh, how to deal with failure mm. in life. Uh, and uh, I think one of the most important lessons I've always been learning is um, how to be positive. Mm. Uh, because uh, in life there's always things that you cannot control. so They right. will happen. Uh, either to yourself or people around you. And to differentiate what you can control. Um, and then also act. Mm-hmm. Uh, from what you cannot control, where you, you really have to accept it, mm. that's life. Right. You
0: know? Thanks for bringing that up, though. Speaking of that, like, um, speaking of that, I'm going to divert a bit to mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, mental health has, has been a serious issue. I mean, it has always been, but it has been brought up as of lately. And like, depression has been like a big thing all over the world, right? and talking about um suicide right yeah what advice do you have for for people who has sort of given up in life and they don't see any light not even at the end of the tunnel Mm. they just want to end things of uh, misery of hopelessness what do you think can instill positivity in them or give them hope in a way to actually carry on or to to see like there's actually the chance for them to be or find happiness at the end.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um, That's a tough question. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. We are really oh, being muffin. treated today. Thank you very much, Lina. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you,
0: <good laughs> Thank you, Lina. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right on. Yeah. Muffin. Um. That's a very serious topic. Uh, yeah. I think, first of all, depression mm. is something you always have to take very serious Mm. uh, and um, i sometimes see that uh, when when people are talking about um, depression you will get comments oh come on uh, don't be silly uh, Mm -hmm. life's not so bad uh, but i think it it is something which requires um, professional support and um, you also mentioned now depression up to the point where people think about suicide Mm. So, uh, I, in my view, a person who who is, has come to that point mm-hmm. is actually a person who has lost all perspective on life, and that that is what what needs to be restored. Uh, because sometimes um, we we are in a very dark situation, so we have a lot of blind spots. Mm. Um, and when you have blind spots, that means you you have. To accept there are things you cannot see mm. uh, and um, that's where i'm always coming from and say okay um, if you cannot see okay. and you have the blind spot then maybe you need somebody to help you see again mm-hmm. uh, and i would always recommend to such a person to take the courage and seek a professional support a professional help i'm not saying seek the support from your friends Mm. or um, colleagues or parents or whatever no i I would try and seek a professional support right uh, with somebody who has been trained and educated how to handle such a situation because Mm. you can't get out of the dark hole or the dark situation Mm. you're in but People have to take it serious. So. Yeah.
0: So, like, do you think um, there's other tips like they could they could do apart from that? Like, they are, like eat better or like, exercise. Does that help with
1: like depression? Well, <coughs> um, I can only share from my from my own experience. And mm-hmm. um, one thing that always helped me when I was depressed or when I was in difficult uh, situation in my life is exercise. Mm. And, um, there's also a very simple reason why exercise or regular exercise helps. Uh, mm. it's, it's about the physiology of the body. which start to create certain hormones, endorphins that automatically will alter your mood. They will improve your mood. Mm. Um, so at least that gives you a little bit of an uplift to give you some energy mm. to start moving from there again. Right. Um, but again, that, that's the reason why um, I would always recommend seek also the professional advice. Uh, mm. And I'm sure most professionals will always give that advice. Hey, mm. do you exercise? Yes, do it. What is your eating habit? Maybe that also plays an important yeah. role, what, what you eat. Uh? Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I think a professional can support you on two other um, uh, levels. Well, one is uh, maybe the mental one. Um, who will, the, a professional person can help you sort things in your life mm. to gain a different perspective on them uh, to, to, or to get a new perspective on how to get out of situations. And on the other hand, um, a professional could also prescribe medication that temporarily taken might help you to get out of that situation. Mm. Uh, uh, because um, mm. I, I am 100% convinced Life is worth living mm. uh, um, But of course Life also needs the energy To interact with And if you're depressed You have no more energy Right uh, So
0: is it important for us To surround ourselves with people Like
1: probably mm-hmm. having families And all that Does that help you with If it if it gives you a positive energy mm. Yes uh, I also know people who got, let's say, um, very very bad interactions within their families? Uh, the relationship is not good, mm. and then of course um, that might not help at all. Mm. So surrounding yourself with positive people mm. affects a lot. Uh, yeah,
0: five people that you surround yourself with actually makes who you are. Is that true? Right. I I heard that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you uh, think? Do I you I
1: think that's legit? In a certain period your development i think mm. that's right okay uh, that, that's definitely true um and um coming back maybe to one of the questions you asked earlier mm. um if you are um, a very young person at the end of your high school right. and if you look around maybe take your five closest friends uh, mm. if you got five friends who say oh i got no perspective i don't know what to do mm. i just want to hang around it's very likely that you will influenced by yeah. it but um, if you got five friends and the first one tells you oh I know what I'm going to do I want to study in Australia the next one tells you I want to learn that profession the third one tells you I'm going to take over my father's company then you'll start hey what I'm going to do yeah you question yeah. yourself and that's where I think yes your environment your surroundings probably the five person you're surrounded with the closest ones mm. that they're really interacting with they will always influence you and when you're younger, it's probably your parents, your, f- mm-hmm. your your siblings, your family. When you grow up, you will see that these five persons might change, will become your friends, mm. your colleagues, your mentors, mm-hmm. maybe your coach, your partner right. at some point of time. So I think there's uh, a truth in, in that. Same. Yeah. Okay. Looking at you, I'm I'm almost certain that you live
0: your life in no regrets, right? No regrets so far you think so yeah yeah <laughs> yeah but if i was to ask you this question like if you could relive your life to back when you were 18 years young how would you relieve those moments how would you change things how you do things differently
1: okay um i have a very clear answer to this question mm. um, and that is if i would have lived my life differently i would not be the person i am today Mm -hmm. And um, I must say, I'm quite happy with the person I am today, Mm. so um, there's not too many things I would like to change about myself. Of course, there are a few, Mm. um, but I would have pretty much lived the same life and uh, went through the same experiences. And I'm specifically also looking to some of the bad experiences you take. Um, along the way in your life Mm. Um, but these kind of experiences they they shape you They shape also the thinking your um, attitude Mm -hmm. and that was always for me looking back in my life um, situations I learned out of them and I growed with them Uh, Mm. so um, not many things I would have done differently maybe um, I would have exercised more um, at the end of the day, no, I, um, I, I would have done the same. Yeah. The same mistakes also I would have done. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. What have been the most valuable mistakes that you would, uh, you would,
0: you would say that you learned from your life, and you would share the lessons
1: from with us? Okay. Um, tough question. Yeah. Um. okay one mistake um probably um i've done one point of my life is Mm um um i was in a relationship with somebody and um i did not realize that actually that relationship was not healthy for Mm -hmm. myself Um, so um the mistake that i did is um you know keep trying and pushing and Um, putting energy into the relationship uh, and denying that actually that relationship um, is over Mm. uh, or is not good or is only alive because I'm the one who's putting energy into it. And that one thing that I learned out of it, and of course it was very painful because uh, it took a lot of time for me to realize that, uh, um, is taking decisions faster. Mm. Uh, trying to reflect what what is the situation what is happening around me is that still right or wrong and then take your decision take your consequence out of your decision Mm. um, and act Mm. Uh, um, and that is something which um, i learned in that process um, and that was very beneficial for me um, in personal private situations but also professional situations um, because then you don't waste time and energy maybe with people or with um, opportunities that are not really there. Hmm. But how
0: how you how can you tell like it's not the right one? How can you like? How do you actually? Because looking back you now, it's easier to f- to see it. But when you
1: were there, like most of us are too blind to see it, I guess. I think there's always signs yeah. um, that will tell you, and mm. um, um, the, the the question there's always: Are you willing to listen um, to signs? Are you willing to be honest to yourself, um, and also separate uh, facts from emotions? And I think that is maybe the most difficult part, because um, once uh, you're emotionally attached to something or somebody um rationalism is mm. not there anymore right. uh, uh, and, and, and many people or many things in life are like this uh, so it's either more and something which is on the emotional side mm-hmm. uh, like uh, i don't know if you, if you like cars uh, and if you want to buy a luxury car um, they will, will not sell the car to you by facts mm-hmm. they will sell you emotions yeah well, if you drive that car you'll be the king of the road you know? yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, or it gives you prestige or whatever right so, so um you also have to to develop that feeling of something more on the emotional side or is it more on a rational side uh, and uh once you realize hey i'm not feeling well but the issue is more on the emotional side okay go back to the facts all right what what is there what is in what is out right um, um and um out of that i think most people will get an idea, mm-hmm. um, whether they want to follow it or not. That's up to you. Okay. Cool. Wow. So,
0: um, if you would change, that would be the first thing that you change. Like, be not be too attached in that relationship and try to live yeah. a better life.
1: <coughs> I, I, I wouldn't change that uh, <laughs> because there's also yeah, it made same. you who you are, right? You um, a lot of uh, beautiful things, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but. Um, that is the learning was um, to make decisions faster, you know? mm. especially if uh, you're in a situation where you're not feeling well. Mm. You know? um, Analyze it. Why, why is it like this? Uh, does it still make sense? Um, also for people sometimes, because I you know people who are very unhappy with their job. Mm. Um, and um, When you start asking, why are you unhappy? They will say, I I don't know, uh, I got a bad boss or something like this. Mm -hmm. Uh, But if you go deeper and ask yourself, why is it like this? Do you actually like the job? Uh, Is a boss a problem? Maybe you're the problem. Um, Be honest to yourself. Realize what is the issue and either you can change it it's fine uh, hopefully the situation will improve mm. um, or maybe you come to the consequence and say oh then I, I better quit the job uh, or I'm in the wrong industry yeah uh, so you know just talking about coffee I've also seen engineers quitting the engineering jobs uh, yeah, yeah. and starting a roasting business mm-hmm. uh, which is totally different right
0: okay um, how does someone find their happiness in life in general like is
1: it comes from within or is it external? Um, I very much believe happiness in life comes from within Mm -hmm. Um, and um, it's got very much to do um, with having, let's say, um, a good alignment between your expectations in life and what you get in life Mm. Uh, and uh, also got a lot to do with uh, being humble, Uh, just be happy with what you have. Mm. If you, um, if you have that attitude You will see that actually There's a lot of positivity around you There's a lot of good things uh, around you And um, If you're not happy I always recommend Go to the hospital And visit people in the hospital Yeah, try um, to be grateful um, with your life And yeah. that will always give you An impulse would, Which will hopefully give you A different perspective on your own life mm-hmm. uh, Or go and visit an old people's home and talk to old people, right? Um, see how they feel. What what did they experience? What did, what are the good and bad experiences they had in life? Mm. Um, I think if you do things like this, um, you will grow as a person, but you will also have a different perspective uh, in life that will automatically give you more happiness.
0: Right. So you come all the way from Germany, right? And you, you probably have a different perspective from us Malaysians about our own country, Malaysia. What would you say that uh, that is different and what you see that you enjoy more about Malaysia apart from the sun? Okay, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm not always enjoying the sun. most yeah. <laughs> no, m- of the days I'm enjoying it. Okay. Yeah. I think the first thing that comes to my mind uh, when I think about Malaysia and Malaysians is um, people that are able or got the capability to smile. Mm. Now, this is something which whenever I go back to Germany, once i arrive in the airport i see people who lost their smile they Mm -hmm. cannot smile it's very difficult i come back to malaysia um the first thing i i notice is people are smiling Mm -hmm. Uh, even immigration officers will smile at you Uh, normally these people are very serious but they still can smile why why is it like that Uh, um yeah maybe people are mentally focused on different things uh, right. uh i think um germany uh, the culture in germany is more we think about tomorrow mm. or what will, what's going to happen next month next year more um, worried about so stuff. so you're more worried about um um the future mm. and you're not so much in today okay um whereas in malaysia i see uh maybe the focus here is more on today Mm. maybe a little bit also on tomorrow but not so much on next month next year um next decade right Uh, um so um maybe there's less worry about the future about about the far future Mm -hmm. Uh, um and that maybe gives people some some more peace of mind uh but I also know from my Malaysian friends, uh, of course, they're always worried about uh, money and these kind of things. Yeah, so that's not much different. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, still, I think people here can enjoy more the moment. Right. Um, um, enjoy some makan makan, uh, enjoy <laughs> socializing yeah. with each other. Um, and that, let's say, gives a higher uh, happiness leverage.
0: average. I guess for us to actually see that we just have to get out there and. And see the whole world, and then come back to where we come from to actually value that. I think I can, because right, like from our perspective, like the everything
1: outside is more beautiful. The grass is always green on the yeah. other side, and um, that that's always like this. Uh, yeah. I mean, you just had it. The grass, the grass yeah. is always green on the other side. Yeah, right. Uh, but I can tell you, and also can tell all the Malaysian listeners uh, listen to this podcast throughout my four plus years here in Malaysia. Mm-hmm. I've been talking with a lot of. Uh, foreigners, expats from countries like uh, Germany of course, US, Australia, uh, all the European countries and there's one thing which repeatedly comes up in this discussion and Mm -hmm. everybody says ah Malaysia is such a wonderful place but the Malaysians don't know it (laughs) Um, and um, that's why I always recommend yeah hey go out and travel Mm -hmm. because remember what I Said a couple of minutes ago. If you if you have not seen the bad, mm. you will not be able to differentiate the good from the bad. Right. And um, maybe you say, oh, I would like to live in Australia. Um, That's such a great country. Yeah. Go travel there. Talk with people living there and hear from them what are their issues. And you will hear a lot of complaints. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you will why? why is it such a beautiful country? It's a great place to be. Go to Europe. Talk with the people there. Um, and then you get a little bit of an impression, an idea about what are the worries of the people. And at some point of time, I think you will realize that uh, wherever you go, people have problems. They have worries. Uh, maybe it's on a different level or in a different area. Um, but I always try also to hear what are people happy about? What, mm. what do they like in their life? Uh, what do they enjoy? Um, and normally people are not so aware about these things because if something doesn't annoy you mm. um, um, you, you will not talk so much about it Right. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I think it's just human uh, and, okay. and that's where I'm coming back and saying yes in Malaysia I think in average um, there's more happiness uh, compared to most countries uh, I visited uh, before in my life Wow,
0: cool what do you like most about germany though
1: like things are more proper there or okay what i like most about germany of course i i love the country the nature Mm -hmm. um that is something which is uh, definitely very different from Mm -hmm. uh nature environment in uh, malaysia right um the seasons this is definitely something i just realized when uh, been living in malaysia that seasons is pretty cool yeah, yeah. um you've got ho- hot seasons you got cold seasons you've got rainy seasons um but that always gives you some change mm. yeah? um in malaysia we m- would call the weather here most of the time summer yeah, yeah? maybe we sometimes we have a wet season uh-huh. yeah? um, but most of the time it's a very comfortable Right, um, weather, yeah, yeah. Maybe a, bit, a bit too humid for people like me, but mm-hmm. it's nice, huh? so this is one thing. Um, another thing, maybe, um, I like about Germany, there's more reliability in interactions. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, when people tell you, okay, I will get something done by tomorrow, 3 p.m., you, can, you okay. can be sure tomorrow, 3 p.m., it will be there, right? Um, difference to Malaysia, maybe yeah. you, you call your friend uh, at 3 p.m. Uh, next day and say, I'm just finalizing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then you would know, okay, I, will, I, I can expect it maybe tomorrow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's also about how, how you deal with the differences. Yeah, So true. Um, for me, um, there's a lot of positive things also in Germany hmm. that I like um, and I'm um, always... Looking uh, forward to to having them Mm. Like like I said The weather uh, The seasons uh, Reliability Um, And there's always things that Maybe I don't like so much
0: Mm -hmm. Okay Alright If this would be the last moment That you have um, To give Like sort of a life advice For Arulla, Lina and Amin This would be the last video That they've ever seen You talking on Like like a sort of life wisdom advice what would you tell them and h- about
1: life in general and what would you leave them with well, that's a scary question milo yeah um of <laughs> course i would tell them listen to your mother yeah. <laughs> 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 so if i'm not around listen to the mother yeah um but at, at I I think at at the end, um, I would um, tell them uh, a few messages. Uh, One one message which I think for them is very important in life is stick together. together. Um, um, As brothers and sisters, you always have to be there for each other. You have... To know what is the brother or sister's problem, see how we can help each other and support each other. So this is this is number one. Mm. Uh, because I think it's, it's 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 something wonderful to have siblings. So you're not alone in life. Right. Uh, um, the second thing is um, be happy in your life. So uh, find out what what makes you happy, what gives you satisfaction, that gives you happiness in life and do that. Try to remove negativity from your life in whatever form it comes. Negative people um, negative environment um, surround yourself with positivity Um, that would be the second advice I would give and the third advice um, I would give is uh, stop complaining and work hard for what you want Uh, um, because I, I always see there's too many people who rest on their complaints uh, the government is not good uh, my family is poor um, and so on and so on you, you'll hear a lot of excuses um, why people explain they are in the situation but when you ask them and what are you doing against it there's silence or i can't do anything and then don't complain yeah. um, so work hard for what you really want right cool wow that's a
0: like a goal piece of advice right there that <laughs> depends on what you make out of it <laughs> <laughs> this is where this is where i flip the script and give you a chance to actually ask me anything that you want to ask and it could be about anything b- except for uh, about the podcast because people have been asking me like heaps of people have been asking me about the podcast and yeah this is your chance to ask me anything anything at all that come across your mind. Okay, cool. Yeah. So,
1: so I think, Milo, we talked a lot about passion mm-hmm. um, today. And um, one thing I would like to know from you is, uh, what are you passionate about?
0: What am I passionate about in general? Yes. Yeah? Hold on. Uh. All <laughs> right, uh, what am I passionate about? Uh, it, it changes from time to time. When I was 17 to 20, it, it was different. 20 to 23 was different And now 23 to 25 years has changed So when I was 17 and 20 I would say I am very similar to Your son Abdullah I see the world in like a posit, Like super bright and positive And creative manner Where I want to I want to capture everything I want to meet everyone I want to Be inspired and Be part of community And meet people and all mm. that stuff And then from 20 to 23 i realized like there's a lot of um there's a lot of dark and there's a lot of realities to life that we have to overcome to actually get to where we want to be it's not so much of okay you want to be the rock star and next day you just sign up and you can be the rock star that's not how it works you have to sacrifice a lot of things you have to Sign the papers You have to think about The business as well The business side of things Why would people want to sign you And all that So yeah Each one of us We all have had that dream before We want to be The artists The creative ones Or we want to express ourselves We want to make a living As you said before And then it changes again 23, 25 I realise what I'm passionate about Is I'm passionate about people I'm passionate about um, Talking to people Just having a conversation And it would would be a motivation for me to travel not to see, not to see, not to selfishly see the world but to actually talk to the people and try to embrace life as it is because I realize like, I don't know if it's weird I, I don't think it's weird but I think I wish someday that I find the right people to surround myself with that has the same amount of passion Right now, what I like is people. That's that's where the coffee thing comes about. Mm -hmm. It's not so much about the coffee; it's the conversation that I have when I make the coffee. You know, so I sit around. Absolutely. Yeah. So when I sit around and like, let's say I talked to you uh, a few years uh, a year back, and yeah, and then you told me about the money's energy thing. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So that kind of moments actually. Is what I want. I want in life. I hope that it doesn't end for the next, like, f- years that I have left. And I, I wanna. That's what I'm pursuing for, right?
1: Very interesting,
0: Marlon. Yeah, I guess I'm. I'm sure you have had this perspective
1: once. Yeah, I, I, right? I, I like one thing that you you said, and that is that uh, passion changes over time. Yeah? yeah, and that comes with perspective in life changes over time. So, yeah. Um, looking at my children uh, i yep. got my little one uh, i he's one year old mm-hmm. so um he's now passionate about little toys mm. well, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. if i look at my oldest son now he's passionate about um, hip-hop culture yeah. uh, sneakers mm-hmm. uh, all these kind of things and but I know from
0: from him i see that there's a lot of hope in him there's a lot of possibilities because like i like let's say if i'm in i'm his mentor for example there's a i'm a like manager for example mm. there's a lot of ways that he can be successful i yeah. mean i'm sure you can see this yourself right he's 15 and he has so much passion for it and there's a lot of and you're in germany or wherever you
1: he may go next wherever he studies next there's always a there's a door for him yeah. right i, I think for, for me children always remind me that um the opportunities they are always there Mm, yeah it's just about us what we make out of it Mm -hmm. Uh, and I give you one very recent example which again talking about inspiring inspiring people Mm -hmm. I think just recently we have seen the elections in Malaysia yeah and we have seen uh, the new prime minister Dr. Mahathir the age of 92 or 93 yeah he can win the elections in a country (laughs) yeah so that's my answer when you ask me is it at some point too late yeah dr major showed us it's never too late true too late it's when you're dead yeah (laughs) Uh, but as long as you're alive you can always do so it's it's about what you what you're passionate about Mm -hmm. what you really want to achieve Mm -hmm. and what you do by acting not just by talking right okay
0: Before I go to the last question, where can people find you on social media? Like,
1: Okay, people mm. can find me on uh, Instagram. Mm-hmm. I got uh, um, an account there where I mainly post about coffee stuff, okay. uh, maybe about a cup of coffee I had on a certain right. day, but of course you can also use it uh, um, account to, to contact me and get in touch with me. That would be Elias, what would be your username? Uh, that's a good question, I'm, I'm, I'm not so good <laughs> in remembering this but um, <laughs> if not mistaken it's uh, 27 underscore gigahertz which is uh, abbreviated GHZ Okay So it's 27 underscore GHZ
0: 27 underscore GHZ, I'll put that in a link in the description and right, cool last question hisham if you could do anything at all to change the world right anything there's no limit to what you can do what would you do to change the world that we are in today i
1: would remove all weapons from this planet oh what all weapons weapons all the guns and bombs and uh I don't know, uh, armors, swords, knives, maybe some knives we still need uh, in right. our kitchen. Um, but let's say any tool that has been built, engineered, and designed uh, to kill and harm another human being, mm. I would remove because it's just eliminating certain options. Right.
0: Wow. Good one. Thank you so much for being part of the podcast.
1: Thanks a lot, Milo, for All having right, me. It was an honor and a
0: pleasure. Hello, look, go become the podcast. <laughs> bow, bow,
1: bow, you still I have swear. to teach me that one. Yeah. <laughs> right on. <laughs> Woohoo. hoo Hello, look, go become podcast. I'm Milo
0: Fico.